where I wanted to be before I went to college, where I wanted to be after I left college. And uh, no matter how hard I, I tried to get away from, you know, coaching in some aspect and uh, coaching wellness in some aspect, uh, I seem to always fall back into it. So four years here as a, a personal trainer um, and a, a life and nutrition coach, and it's just getting better each year. Yeah, you've you've really come a long way, and I know you've had some struggles with all that. I mean, like I think like most people in the real estate world, uh, you know, the last five or six years was was a rough ride. And uh, I think this is definitely your calling because I've just seen you really blossom over the last couple of years, and it's been a lot of fun to watch. So, yeah, what would you say are, are some of the the big challenges that people have when it comes. I mean, I know what challenges I've had, but what do you think some of the bigger challenges are that people have when it comes to to health and fitness? Even just working out. Working out seems to be <laughs> the hardest thing sometimes. Yeah. I, you know, the list goes, goes on and on. The more I, I sit back and I try to correlate uh, what I do now with what I used to do as a as a lender and what challenges I had there, um, what spiritual challenges I've had, uh, what challenges within the family, um, really comes down to uh, overload, you know. Um, we tend to get laser focused in one area and uh, we don't have balance. So when it comes to exercise, I find people are in the all or nothing phase and they in, they generally walk through the door when they've had enough and they can't take it anymore, and they want fast, quick results. They want everything turned around yesterday, even though they've been spending five years either packing on the pounds or losing flexibility and mobility, um, really uh, have no balance, or, you know, they come in because the doctor told them so. So what ends up happening is uh, the light switch clicks and they want to go 150% after going 0%. And I see that that lead to burnout. You know, it only lasts so long. Um, you know, our our energy levels only last so long in one area and, and even more so when results aren't instantaneous. So um, I think that's the biggest challenge, you know, unrealistic results in an unrealistic time frame and not really understanding how long it took you to get where you're at today and that it might take just as long to get back out of that position. Um, it's probably the largest downfall. Um, but yeah, adding to that... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say just adding to that is people choose the wrong thing to do. If I just want to simplify it, they, first of all, don't have the correct definition of what exercising really should look like. They have the modern era definition of, of exercise and, and wellness, and they don't do things that they find fun. They do things that they think will work, um, and that never lasts either, because if you don't enjoy it, you're going to stop. It's, it's just the reality. And completely. Today we were talking in uh, my Tuesday tune-up that I teach, and we were talking about building clients for life. And it's funny how um, I know you and I have talked about this at length uh, offline, but uh, about 
how the correlations are there between what you do consistently. I know that in real estate, I've consistently mailed to my database for 20 years. And when I did it in the beginning, I guess I, I didn't know what the results would be. But, you know, after 20 years, the results are there. And it's just the one thing I've done in my real estate career that it's contributed to my success. Why I've had challenges doing that in my fitness, I, I'm not sure. We're working on that little by little. By little. But it truly is, I think, the number one thing that contributes to anyone's success is, is just doing the same things over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the mindset uh, often when you're on a career path is this is my career, so I'm willing to do what it's going to take to get me to where I want to go. So mailing to your database for 20 years was one task that's essential to get you to where you want to be in as a as an agent, you know, you want that uh brand recognition. You want those clients thinking of you when you're ready. So, as Jeff Olson says in the slight edge, it's about doing the things that are easy to do or easy not to do daily over time that yield exponential results. And so, you know, after mailing mailers to your client database for 20 years, you can sit there and know that the phone is going to ring X amount of times per year just based on that saturation where not exercising, not paying attention to your food over the last 10 years or something of that nature, which is what happens to people, has led to a slowly exponential result of being out of shape and and unhealthy. And because it's not someone's career, they just want to jump in, get fixed, and jump back out. But wellness extends beyond exercise and extends beyond food. So you can jump in and you can jump out, but you're going to get that yo-yo effect that so many people often experience and, and has people discouraged. And I too truly believe that it relates the same in real estate. You know, I watch people go through this roller coaster ride, we call it, where, you know, they they hustle, 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 they get a couple deals going and they get those in contract and then they stop generating new business and, you know, then those deals close, they're out of business and they start all over again instead of putting systems in place to consistently generate new business. And I know the same thing for me in health and fitness is that it's the consistency has definitely been the greatest challenge and you know my favorite saying of all time and it says it's said on my facebook page for years is work on you and everything else comes together and i know this is something we're working on and and i'm much more committed but it's it's definitely i can see a correlation between what I have done to become successful in real estate and what I have not done to be successful when it comes to health and fitness. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, Reactive versus proactive um, or or another way to look at it. I I remember being uh, a mortgage broker in in my early years and that's what you do. You would hustle. You get a whole bunch of deals in the pipeline and when you were working on closing deals, you weren't working on getting new deals and then all those would close. You're You'd have no deals in the system, and you'd go, oh, crap, 
I gotta go out and I gotta find more deals. So then you'd market, 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 close, 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 market, 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 close, close, and and so the cycle continued, and you would burn out. And sometimes you were lucky and you could close, 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 market, market, and it would fill right back up. But it was when when it didn't fill right back up, you know, with deals that depression would kick in or you would question yourself or you would think, is this the right path for me? And then, you know, you'd bump into someone, they'd re-motivate you or you'd realize you had bills that you needed to pay. One of the two things would, would begin to happen and you'd be like, snap out of it. And you'd go bust your your butt and uh, deals would come back in the system. And it was definitely a virtual roller coaster and uh, why I ended up going to referral-based business only and, and one of the reasons why I, I called on you so hard because it was like if I could have 15 real estate agents who like me, who think of me uh, as a potential for one of their deals every single year, then I can close somewhere between three and seven deals a month. And that's a good living, and I'm good with that, and it can always grow. But I'm going to put everything into getting 15 quality relationships that yield dividends and uh, I've heard of this proactive, reactive thing in an entirely different way recently, and it really struck a chord with me. And that's, uh, do you want to, I mean, you can, you can apply it however you want, but when it was applied to me, it was, do you want to have a value system or a culture in your household, this is how it was applied to me, by default or by design? And so I sat and I thought about that for a while. And, and I mean, uh, the obvious answer is you want to be the designer of your culture or your value system. Or you want to be in the one who designed the way your business operates. And it translates to our health and wellness. And what I find right now, the problem is everyone's reactive and it's literally exercised by default not by design. And so when you're reacting to realizing your pants don't fit or reacting to the doctor saying you have high blood pressure, um, the way you enter into the agreement is incorrect from the beginning. So what's the best way to do it? So I know that for me it's been a combination. I mean, exercise has has almost been uh, easier is not the right word, but has been less of a challenge than getting a handle on the food. I will say that up until recently, I wasn't doing as much exercise. I mean, people have heard me on the podcast say I had this whole thing about I didn't want to be fat in 50, and I ended up being fatter than ever at 50. So I changed the word to fit in 50 and just got moving. And I've been exercising a lot more. I've gotten into CrossFit, which I I actually really love CrossFit. It's the one exercise that um, I can do that pushes me harder than anything else I've done. And I know many of my friends are afraid of it. They're like, oh, that's so hard. I can't do it. But, man, I just want to say, look, if I can do it, (laughs) anybody can do it because it's a challenge, but it's one of those challenges where you just feel amazing when you're done. I mean, going in and spending two hours on a treadmill is like Chinese torture to me, and I just didn't feel like I was getting any results. So I guess it's finding an exercise that works for you. Is that what you've found? 
Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're hitting the nail on the head. It's one of my biggest pet peeves, and it's one of the things that, like, the industry promotes, you know, products because products sell. And when I was in real estate, you know, there were a lot of products that you could purchase to build your business. But the question is not does the product work, because they all work, but is it the right product for me? And I couldn't go no further than Mike Ferry and Brian Buffini to say, which way would you prefer to do business? And for me, it was Brian Buffini. I, I couldn't stand, you know, cold calling or um, direct solicitation or anything of that manner. Like, for me, it was, I want to build quality relationships with individuals. And when it comes to exercise, it, it's really no different. Like, who are you is the first question. Second is, now that I know who I am, what do I enjoy doing? What like what, what do I look forward to? Oh, I love hiking. Okay, that should be incorporated into your routine. And then if you like hiking, wouldn't you want to be better at it? So if you need to be better at hiking, what type of exercises correlate to getting better at hiking? And that might be in your strength training regimen. Um, because I, I do believe as a base, strength training is a must. Um, statistically speaking, you know, if you jump into the stats go across the board, everyone benefits from strength training. Um, knowledgeable strength training with a coach um, is definitely the, the best route to go. Uh, but in the end, there, there is no plug-and-play system so understanding yourself and understanding that you have a blank slate to create by design a program that works for you. You're going to go to a coach and you're going to get templates of programs that will work and from that it needs to evolve. But the only way a template can evolve is to begin to use it and over time adapting that program to better suit your needs. Um, and going back to the Brian Buffini example, there were certain things that he had in his program that I didn't necessarily do the way he said to do them. And then there were other things that, you know, I accelerated more than the recommendation because it is what fit my personality. And it, and it yielded really good results because I enjoyed doing it. Um, having one-to-one -one meetings at Bloom and then following up with a note and then following up with a phone call and then popping by the office and dropping by a gift, like, that that fit my personality to not be, you know, stuck to a desk, to not uh, feel like I'm always on a phone, to not be calling people I don't know but being speaking to people I do enjoy. And it's, it's no different with exercise. Um, and I think that's the largest mistake everyone makes. Um, and secondarily, you said something that I want to touch upon. There's nothing in health and wellness that you should ever be afraid of except for the thing that you don't try. And the, and the reality is every gym is different, whether it be each CrossFit, you know, as you mentioned, or a workout facility or personal training studio, which is where I work at. 
there are personalities amongst personalities in each. And finding someone that you connect with that speaks a language that you can understand and then working with that person to a to adopt what works for you, what feels good, is is really the is really the answer. And I think that's that's what I do with most of my clients is, is we work really hard to adopt something that's enjoyable, something they can look forward to, and then holding them accountable to that something because there are going to be the times where you plateau. There are going to be times when you've been mailing to your your database for years and popping by a real estate office and nothing seems to come in. But um, you're you're usually only one step away when you start to slow down from where you wanted to be. You know, and it, it's interesting because uh, you know there's that there's a great saying that says you have to have a breakdown to have a breakthrough. And um, uh, we talked about this last week, and and I'll, I'll share this story. Is that I had gone to a conference in San Francisco, the Inman Connect conference, and um, just a just a series of things had happened to where I just felt like I had slid all the way back. And I told you before we got on our call, I said I almost bailed on our call. I almost sent you an email that said, you know, I, I'm wasting your time. I'm not going to do this anymore. And I decided not to because accountability is huge to me. And then I was just a big crybaby, I think, the whole whole entire time of our call. But what I figured out, you know, by the end of the call was I, I still, no matter how bad it got, I was still making the effort and you were still there to just hold me accountable. I just think accountability is the most important part. And I think that that applies really in all areas of your life. But I do know for a fact that when it comes to health and fitness and taking care of yourself, the difference this year for me over previous years has been I've tried to find as many accountability partners as I can because the interesting thing about human beings is I will let myself down all day long, but I won't let somebody else down. And so if I set an appointment with somebody, I'll be there. If I say, hey, you know, I've picked five or six friends that will go walking with me, and if I tell them that I'm going to show up to walk, they're there and, and I'm there. And I think that's the biggest mistake people do make is that they don't, they're not accountable to somebody. Yeah, I mean, I think um, personal trainers are merely in business for that exact reason. Um, people pay me, you know, good money to assist them on exercises that are all over online. Um, yes, I have a greater in-depth knowledge of how the body's supposed to function. I can keep you safe, etc. But really, exercise is movement. You know, uh, a degree in kinesiology is the study of human movement. Really, all we're looking for is to get people moving. You know, NASM, ACSM recommendation: three to four weeks of, you know, thirty to sixty minutes of exercise, moderate level. So we're talking about, you know, walking at a, at a three mile an hour pace, um, running, uh, swimming walking and running in a swimming pool, um, strength training, which is lifting weights, doing a body pump class, doing a yoga class, uh, 
going out on a hike in nature, like this is this is considered exercise three to four days a week. And, and to be honest, like to think that people don't even believe it's important to give themselves a half hour, four days a week to just work on themselves and make sure they're healthy is what baffles me the most. Um, so I find that uh, self-esteem, self-worth, and self-value is actually the greatest inhibitor of people getting into exercise. And then when they do find an accountability partner, uh, it, it's it's such a beneficial thing because they're meeting someone and they don't want to let that someone down, like you said. My hope and prayer, prayer and, and, and goal, honestly, though, is to help individuals develop that accountability for themselves. Uh, because the reality is this. Everyone's worthy and everyone deserves to be healthy and everyone deserves the time in the day to just unwind and and connect with their thoughts and um it's it's a it's crazy how much disconnecting from work or the kids or um obligation to take a moment to take care of yourself how much clarity that will bring for those other items. Um, you know, the best thing I can think of is, you know, when you're running around the house and you're looking for lost keys and uh, or lost keys or lost sunglasses and you're like, I, I know I set them somewhere. Where are they? Where are they? You're stressed. You're running around, stressed. You're running around. And you finally say, oh, forget it. And you just sit down for a second and you go to rub your head and you realize the sunglasses are on your head. You know, it's like, <laughs> like it's it's there, but we're always so connected. We're always, you know, so turned on. We're always so, like, focused on the next task we have to accomplish that quickly, like, our health just takes takes a toll. Um, and then you mentioned something I want to touch upon. Um, that call this, this last week when you came back from the conference and, and, like you said, you just felt like you were doing nothing right. Um, it's amazing to me, how high of a bar we set for ourselves to be perfect and how much we notice everything that we're not accomplishing and we just fail to recognize the things that we are accomplishing. Um, so I, I think another mistake that people make in, in exercise and wellness is they don't track their progress. Photos essential. Um, realizing that if you take 10 steps forward and nine steps back, you're still one step further than you were when you started, you know, things of that nature. Um, realizing that even though I didn't make great choices all week, four times I made better choices than I ever would have before when it came to what I'm putting in, in my body. Um, the fact that I'm a little bit disappointed that I didn't have a successful week means I'm actually acknowledging that health matters to me at this point of time is progress. So, um, you know, patience is progress. And unfortunately, we live in a, 
impatient society. Um, well, that and I think there's like that kind of perfectionist thing is like, <clears throat> you know, um, do you want perfection or do you want progress? And, you know, so many people get held back by trying to make everything perfect. And I know uh, for me, I've I've learned to get past that in my real estate career, which is why I've been able to do what I do. Um, but I certainly beat myself up when I don't, you know, do all the stuff I'm supposed to do. And I think, uh, you know, on, on Sunday when I, I, I laid in bed recovering from my summer carnival all day, I was pretty wiped out from, from my big event, and I got to watch the CrossFit games for a bit. And I was so fascinated by, I don't remember the guy's name. I'm sure you know his name. What's his name, Matt? Rich Froning. Yeah, the guy who won the CrossFit. And, you know, just in watching these guys and the dedication that they have and the commitment. But they're also not huge guys, which was kind of surprising to me. Like I I kept visualizing those big, you know, huge, beefy bodybuilder guys. And these guys are not huge, they're, but they're in an in amazing shape. I mean, he won, what, the fittest man in the world for four years in a row. And it just struck me as he may, he even made a comment. He says, it doesn't matter what day you start, make it today. And I thought, that's pretty powerful. So the next day I got up and I said, all right, today's the day. <laughs> today's the day I'm going to start working on it. And do everything I can to stay committed to just feel better. And that's my big thing. I'm not looking to look like I'm 22 again. I just want to feel better. And that's been my my mantra through this whole thing. And um, I'm just really grateful to have had the time to talk to you and, and spend time with you in this coaching that you've been doing. I think it's life-changing. And I know it's life-changing for me. Um, and I just think more people need to be exposed to you, Matt. <laughs> oh, I, I appreciate that. I mean, you know, it's 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 constant journey of self reflection, and in uh, in so many different areas. Um, I'm a huge proponent of of balance, and believe me, I, when I say I haven't mastered balance, but I'm talking about you know quality time with my with my children and quality time with my significant other and being healthy. And, you know, one thinks that, oh, you're a personal trainer, so, you know, exercise and nutrition is easy for you because you kind of have to do it. Well, you know, how much real estate do you want to look at when you're finally at the end of your day and you're done with it? You know, after you've been working for 10-plus hours, like, do you really want to talk real estate with your hubby? and your, like, free time, you know, the reality is sometimes it happens, but I don't want to lift weights after I've spent eight hours of lifting weights for others. Um, but you, you get exposed to it, you know, and then balance balance in my, my personal life, um, you know, being spiritually balanced. And, and what I often find is there's several areas we want to have an impact in but we want it, we need it to be such a great impact. Uh, we want it to be so noticed. We need it to be at that level. And in order to have them all at that level, you're going you're, you're gonna to take away from one area to give to another. 
to get to a certain level. And so, I mean, what I, what I guess what I'm trying to say is if, if you could reduce your expectation on performing at this out-of-this-world level and set it somewhere where it's a realistic standard in all areas, then I think you can achieve more balance. And the best way I could relate to that is, you know, you make half as much doing what I do now as what I did in the real estate world. So I've had to learn to live on half the income that I used to live on, and I have a shoe addiction, um, so that's really hard to do. <laughs> you know, it's 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 really hard to do when, when you like nice things and you make 50% less than you used to. Um, but I'm 200% more content because I've, I've found enjoyment in so many other things. And I think that's what it comes down to, you know, just settling down a bit and saying, you know, hey, maybe 200 deals a year or 200 million in deals a year or whatever your real real estate numbers are these days isn't isn't the level of effort that I want to put into my business anymore. If I could slow down to X and do the simple things that I know, be a little more effective with managing my time, it will open up the window of opportunity for me to go to CrossFit benchmarking exercise or do my food prep. And then when I do that, I feel better and I feel more alert. So when I go to that next listing appointment, I'll be excited about it instead of, you know, going, I hope this doesn't take long, you know. Um, And I think that happens to all of us. So, you know, finding finding balance, uh, it's cliche. All coaches talk about finding balance, but here's, here's what I here's what I've come to the conclusion. I used to get frustrated. Every coach I talk to tells me I need balance. Tells me I need balance. Maybe I need to do less. Maybe I need to figure out this more, or value this differently. Like, I just wanted some help in in real estate. I just wanted to do more deals, and they told me maybe I should work less. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Um, after hearing that from 50-plus coaches and every book I read, I started going, maybe there's something to it, you know? Um, and it, that just, there really is um, something to finding balance. But, I think, but again, not going on a huge tangent, but just being honest, like, we have to, like, get off Facebook, get off Instagram, get out of what the the world has defined as successful and redefine that for ourselves. Because what the world defines as successful is like this unachievable standard that is always moving. It's a constantly moving target. So right when you think you're about to get there, it doesn't matter. It's, it's different now. You're supposed to do it differently. And so we just end up fatigued chasing this, dynamic image that's not even reality. I agree 100%. I think that, um, you know, and, and a lot of it comes down, to to people comparing themselves to somebody else. And uh, we talked a little bit about that, is that, you know, you look around and you see what people are doing. And, you know, life is constantly changing, and you have to change with it. And there are so many positive ways to look at it. And I know for me, just really taking the time to kind of take back, you know, my health and my fitness and has just got to be a priority and I'm doing everything I can to make that happen. But it is one of those things where you're, 
you have to look at it all the time. You can't look at it one day and then decide not to look at it. It's one of those things right. you really pay attention. you got to look in the mirror. you got to pay attention to what you're doing and only focus on what's best for you. <clears throat> I know that in my CrossFit class where, you know, people are worried about going, there's people of all ages, sizes, shapes, everything. Like yesterday when I went to class, it ended up only being me and one other guy, and it's this guy, Skyler, who's like 23 years old. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, of all the days to come, it's me and him. But, you know, we both ended up finishing at right about the same time. They modified, you know, my workout a little bit, and he was right there cheering me on. So it doesn't really matter. Everyone is has to focus on what is best for them. And, you know, you work on you and everything else comes together. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's one of the things I think the good boxes do real well is community, you know. Um, find like-minded people, you know. They're hiking groups, biking groups, you know. It, it, it might make you mad when you're driving down the road and there's 30 bikes on the side of the road and you want to honk and they're all in their little tight shorts and you're frustrated, you know. <laughs> but the, the the fact that they're a community of people doing what they enjoy, you know, um, is why they they continue to do to do it every weekend. They they ride. I got a friend named Thomas. He'll be like, Matt, come on a bike ride with me. And like, you know, first two times I got suckered. Um, It'll just be an easy one, no problem. So I just go over and jump on the bike. And the first one was 32 miles. And the second time, I'm thinking, well, it wasn't horrible. So the second time, he decides to to ride me all the way out to to Mollus Bay from where I'm at, and then up over this road that has a 13.5% grade. Uh, when we finally got back and I fell off the bike, it was 62 miles later. Oh my and uh, here's the thing, though. For him, that is absolutely enjoyable, and it is just a little bike ride. For me, it was 62 grueling miles wondering, like, <laughs> Every time we went a foot further away from the house, I was like, that's a foot more I got to go back, and I'm not enjoying this, you know, where you take me out to uh, outdoor, you know, flag football, and I could play for 10, 10 hours straight and not think that I'm exercising my body. Um, so, you know, it, it's finding the community of people that, that you enjoy doing something with and then trying to do it over and over uh, without being attached to the results because the results are a response to the actions. And the actions need to be consistent over time to support consistent results. Uh, you know, fast weight loss happens all the time. People are like, you know, is it possible to lose 20 pounds in three months? Sure. It's equally possible to put 20 pounds on in three months, too, oh, when yeah, you're done. tell me about it. You know? Exactly. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's how do you want to do it? Do you want to do it healthy? Do you want to enjoy doing it? And honestly, do you want that to be the focus of your life? Um, it, you know, a, a addiction comes in so many forms. And as a fitness professional, I'm going to be the first to say that there are people addicted to fitness, and it's not healthy. Uh, overtraining is crazy. Um, it's as detrimental to your relationship as working too much and ignoring your significant other. Uh, 
and, and coming from that background, just getting real personal here, is, is the first few years of my life in real estate, one of the reasons I really wanted, the main reason I wanted to get out is I didn't know how to separate, I didn't know how to stop working when it came to real estate. I got addicted to uh, closing as many loans as possible, being recognized as one of the top loan officers in the in the company, and the income that resulted from that, so much so that I, I didn't, I didn't know my children at the level that I know them now. And uh, moving forward, I have a rule. Like, I don't answer my phone at all or go near it when I'm with the kids on the weekend um, in the sense that I don't talk on the phone, I don't take phone calls, I don't take business phone calls. The people that know me will call and say, I know you're not going to answer your phone, but I'm leaving this message so we can talk about it on Monday because I just want... 100% 100% quality time with them. And then come Monday when it's work time, I want to be working my butt off and being effective with my, my work time. Um, but addiction happens in so many forms, and, and you, <laughs> you'll find it funny, but I talk, most of my, I talk most of my clients into, like many of them, into working out less and eating more. That's like a common conversation. <laughs> I know. I've heard you say that too. Yeah, it's funny that, um, well, I haven't had the problem with having to work out less, but I definitely have had the challenge with uh, making sure that I eat enough. Sometimes I, I end up not eating enough. Well, Matt, it's I amazing. wanted to thank you so much. Um, I know we're uh, way past our time a little bit today, but you and I have a tendency to ramble. So um, I, I want to hold off some information because Matt is going to be coming to see us. If you're in the Sacramento area on August 12th. He's going to be in our office um, here in Rockland, and we'll be posting information about that. And we would love to pack the room because I know he's all afraid no one's going to show up, huh, Matt? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's a long drive, but it'll be fun. <laughs> so we're really excited to have him here and talk more about health and fitness and how he can help you individually. We'll also be posting information, so be sure to check out our website at marguerite.crestfellow.com. And this is going to be on iTunes, so you can go to iTunes and subscribe and listen to them. And so what are what's a couple things you'd like to say in wrapping up for us today, Matt? Well, I'd, I'd, uh, I mean, I think the, the two things are, you know, take action now because it's only going to get worse the longer you wait. Um, and two, understand that taking action doesn't need to be um, anything more than starting conversation with someone who can guide you in the right direction. And knowing that exercise and nutrition, there's not something you can, that you have to plug into. You can create what that looks like on your own and make it work for you. So know that it's dynamic and it's always changing, but most importantly, take action and know that the journey, the the picture is yours to draw. Um, Finding the right qualified professional to kind of facilitate that level of questioning so you can figure out what that looks like, I I think that's, that's an important step. Most definitely, and I can tell you that for sure you've made some huge um, huge changes in my life for me, and, and for that I'm forever grateful. So, 
So thank you so much, Matt, for being with us today. I can't wait to see you and give you a big old hug on August 12th. And he'll be here on Tuesday, August 12th from 12 to 1. We'll be posting more information and sign-ups for it so that you can get signed up. And we'll be recording the class as well. So thank you so much. Be sure to go to MarguerteCrispillo.com and sign up. We'll have information about Matt on our website as well. And uh, here's to the new you, to the new and improved you. Thanks so much for listening, and thank you, Matt. Thank you. You have a great, great day.